Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details. Oh yeah, we're back. It's the Weekend Grind Podcast. We missed you guys. I'm Josh, Sir Giant, as always, with my co-host, Travis Mangone, Mr. Chalk. Huge night tonight in NBA DFS. Travis, how you doing today, man? Yeah, man, a good night. I uh, had a good night. My uh, my cash team hit me uh, third place, so nice nice victory there. Uh, that was, I was happy it was the cash team, too. That made it even more uh, more glorious for the uh, cash game guys out there who don't believe their cash game can come through in a tournament. It can happen. So, yeah, I had a pretty good night, so pretty happy about that. And uh, happy to kick the NBA season off like that. Yeah, man, we're three days into the season. You just can't help yourself from, like, absolutely smashing, can you, Travis? You have to get right back into your old ways. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a nice night, man. Nice night, can't complain. But uh, you know, as they say, on to the next slate, right? We gotta kind of uh, you know, kind of have to erase the memory of last night and uh, move on to the next one and try and try and chip it again. It is daily fantasy sports, so that's true. We gotta get right back to the grind because every day we got more games to go, and I'm so happy that basketball's back. This is like my favorite time of uh, the year for DFS. The overlap between NFL and NBA, two of my favorite daily fantasy sports. Um, I mean, we haven't been on the show since baseball, Travis, so it's nice to, to talk some basketball, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, basketball is like the best sweat for sure. Like there's just always stuff going on. Like it just constantly scores going up, up, up. Uh, so it's, it's one of the best definitely to sweat out and, uh, just, just watch in general, like every night, you know, you're, you're just totals are going all the way up to like scores of like 300, uh, you know, to like it's always a great time so um i love i love sweating out these games and watching it it's a it's a really fun time and i'm glad it's back this is like the best time of year you know we get the holidays coming up which is fun uh the holiday season's always good uh you know i can see family and hang out with people and then you get uh all the all the all the sports going on at the same time all the good stuff family sports dfs absolutely smashing nba dfs if you're travis man going so yeah we're definitely happy to be back give us both a follow on twitter if you haven't already you can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's my handle at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M A N G O N E. Uh, definitely give us both follows. We'll give you guys updates throughout the day. Anytime there's any changes that happen, we do record these shows uh, pretty pretty early in the morning. Usually, sometimes the night before. So if there's any news that breaks and we need to adjust, uh, we we usually give you guys updates over there on Twitter. So make sure you give us a follow. But yeah, we have a, a big slate here for NBA on a Saturday, Travis. We got 11 games on the DraftKings slate, I believe, or is it on the FanDuel slate 11 games and then 10 on DraftKings, right? Uh, yeah, so it's um, it's 10 on 10 on uh, DraftKings, 11 on FanDuel. So that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, the only game that's excluded uh, from that slate would be the Sixers and Raptors game. That is excluded from the... DraftKings slate, which locks at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and on FanDuel, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, it locks the main slate over there. It includes that Philly and Toronto game, but yeah, anything else you want to mention here, Travis, before we hop into to looking at these games and getting into some uh, NBA here? No, yeah, I think that's about it, man. Let's just get started and uh, you know check out some of these games. All right, so we're going to look at the FanDuel slate first because it has that Philly and Toronto game. This is not on DraftKings, so... Look at this separately here. Uh, some news and notes from this game. Embiid will not be playing. Uh, so that's that's a huge it's huge news uh, to, to pay attention to because that's uh, 30% usage off the court, even if it's in limited minutes. Um, opens up a lot of things for other players to make some moves. So we kind of have to figure out where they're going to go with this. Uh, we know that this kid, Ben Simmons, has been doing really well. He's a guy that I would definitely be interested in here and targeting um, going against Toronto. But, uh, yeah, so let's kick it off and, and just uh, start looking at players on both sides of the ball. Let's start in Philly since I mentioned the Embiid news. They are on the road. Um, Travis, how do we handle this now with Embiid? Do we just lock in Ben Simmons then? 
Yeah, I mean, he's like the, like, now you're saying, like, you know, top guy on what team? Who is it? Like, it's Ben Simmons. He's the guy you want. Uh, 7,700 is a, you know, it's a price tag that's not, uh, you know, I'm definitely not, uh, not in love that his price was hiking and hiking up, but I mean, I'm basically getting a point guard at the power four position. It's kind of like Giannis, right? Um, Again, I don't know if he's like a guy I'm just absolutely locking in, but I mean, I have have I have very high interest in him, right? It, I think it makes a ton of sense to want, want Simmons here. Uh, again, uh, you know, I'm not trying to lock guys in here at you know two uh, thirty in the morning, but I think he's like a really really good player. And he should be on your list, right? Uh, the guys to consider for sure. So I uh, definitely like him a lot. One guy I want to mention on the on the um, Sixer side of the ball, who I think is very interesting, and yeah, I had exposure to him today, and it didn't pan out, but you know, it had exposure to him uh, in Washington. I actually had him in my cash game uh, on the first day slate was Robert Covington, um, and he's a guy that can really, you know, he he's a very versatile player. The thing I like about Covington is like, especially the team with like the Sixers who are limiting guys, they're limiting guys like Fultz, they're you know limiting Embiid. Uh, Covington is basically like he's kind of like uh, you know uh, an exacto knife, right? He can do it all. Like you know, you, you can just do so much stuff or not exactly if whatever it's called there's a saying for it uh, i forget what it is but he's basically a guy that can do it all right he gets he can score in different ways he can play the the two the three the four um he can just go, slide in wherever they want like if they need him to go there like there were times that last year i think he was playing the five when they were so banged up just because they needed someone in there and they were playing a team that went small and this is like kind of positionless basketball i just like a guy like that that can go anywhere uh again uh i probably prefer more in like sloppier games and again a game against toronto isn't really the sloppiest game you'd want to uh you know be in because they're they're a pretty uh well efficient team uh larry and uh DeRozan with the ball handling but i really like covington as like an interesting tournament option so uh i think he's someone to definitely uh you know have your interest in in terms with him beat out as well but i definitely have uh you know my highest interest is in ben simmons how about you what about uh yeah i, I definitely like simmons here it's definitely interesting he's power forward eligible on fanduel on DraftKings. he's point guard and small forward eligible um not on DraftKings slate this game but uh but he was uh yesterday uh how about the home the homie here uh dario Saric, travis this is a guy that we talked about a lot last year on the show Having trouble, I think, adjusting to the whole new situation. But with Embiid off the court, do you think this is going to boost up some uh, some Sarek production? Yeah, so he's another guy I kind of want to buy. And, like, uh, he had, like, an incredible, like, and I know, like, people make fun of preseason. But uh, he, he he had, like, this one preseason game where he was just, like, absolutely off the charts in, like, small amount of minutes. Uh, and I, I don't know, man. Like, he's just a super talented dude that's 5,100. And, like, uh, his minutes have been kind of down, but like it's one of those things where like I kind of just mentioned him because like if we hear like good things about maybe him getting an increased uh, amount of minutes, like that could be uh, something I really want to buy on. So, uh, yeah, I think for fifty one hundred on Fanduel, definitely another guy I have some consideration in for sure. I mean, it has a big over under this game too at two fifteen and a half. So, you know, the, Toronto is a heavy favorite. We're getting a nine point favorite uh, consensus wise right now. So. That's a you know that's that's a pretty steep favorite, but if it stays relatively close, I mean these guys should get a, should get a good bulk of minutes, right? Like Sarek should get some good minutes, Covington should get some minutes, and Simmons, and those are the three guys I think we want to target the most, right? Yeah, I think those are like the three I'm really keying in on, and then just moving on from there. I mean, unless you know, obviously, unless we get some news that like uh, changes some things, but those are like the three that I really think I have the most interest in. All right, so let's flip to the Toronto side of the ball. Uh, We've got you know Larry here to look at. We've got DeRozan to look at. Of course, uh, neither of those guys. Coming cheap, Norman Powell, uh, shooting shooting guard eligible on Fanduel. He's at five K. Um, I know CJ Miles was a, a very popular value play the other night. He's still pretty cheap on Fanduel at forty three hundred. And uh, Serge Ibaka, six K on Fanduel. And then at the center position, Valanciunas sixty two hundred. They raised his price up over there on Fanduel now too after the last game. Uh, with him beat out, he might have some some. Uh, some open boards to grab some some good rebounds and, and jack up some points. So we saw him have a big game last game. Uh, Travis, where are you looking at? Are you looking at the Toronto side at all here, or you think you're just more interested in the Philly side? How are you going to handle this side of the ball here in this game? Yeah, I'm probably just passing on Toronto. The, the only things that like, I just don't like paying for Lowry or DeRozan on this slate. It just doesn't seem like it, it fits right. So I'm just going to pass on those two. Uh, I think Ibaka has some interesting tournament upside. Like it kind of just seems like he could fit, uh, you know, if they're going kind of small ball lineup running up and down the court, it seems like he kind of fit that game environment really well. And where blocks matter on FanDuel, um, you know, because they're now worth three points like that's, you know, we call him Serge Ibaka for a reason, right? He gets blocked. So, um, yeah, I definitely think uh, Ibaka has some like tournament winning upside at that price. So I don't mind him. Uh, and then CJ Miles, I guess, because he's cheap, I could understand it. But uh, again, not guys I'm really in love with. This is a, a side of the ball that kind of seems like on a big slate. I'm going to kind of just stay away from. All right. So with that, we'll move on to the next game. Now, this game 
We're now moving into games that are on both of the main slates. Let's look at San Antonio and Chicago. This game has an over-under at 202. Fairly decent over-under, kind of on the lower side. Uh, we have San Antonio as a 10-point favorite right now, a heavy favorite here. Uh, you know, we're looking at the San Antonio team now. Different uh, different look. We've got this kid Murray now uh, handling the point card. Uh, duties. Danny Green still around. Um, Kobe Leonard out. That's like the big news here is that, you know, that they've been playing without Kobe Leonard. Um, I don't know. It just, you know, Aldridge is at uh, 7,600 and Gasol 6,300. Travis, I interested in the Spurs here on the slate. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, I don't. It's like weird. Like, I obviously would want to, right? Because it's a bad team they're going against, but I definitely worry about the blowout. Um, I think gutting guys like uh, Duante Murray is interesting, right? He's a guy who's running the point. He's definitely a pretty talented dude. Like, I mean, he played for Washington. He was a really great scorer there. And he's a guy that I think that's like the Spurs in general are like pretty high on. So um, I, I like Murray. I think he's a guy I definitely want to buy in on here without Kawhi Leonard in and Parker. Like, he's a guy I think uh, for cheap, you can definitely have like, you know, some like tournament exposure to. Um, I like LaMarcus Aldridge too, right? Like we, it's one of those things like we know when like Kawhi Leonard's out, like LaMarcus Aldridge just gets the usage. It's kind of one of those like, you know, if then statements, if uh, Kawhi Leonard's out, LaMarcus Aldridge is a good play. Uh, I just worry, right? It's like the bulls, like they're, this team is awful. So uh, part of me is just really confused and uh, uncertain about what to do with this game because I do worry about the blowout, right? Uh, I think it's something to obviously be semi-concerned about, but on the surface, like these guys are good plays in this matchup. Uh, they should absolutely destroy the bulls. So uh, I think like mainly for me, it's like Aldridge and Murray and that's kind of it. And uh, I, I just don't feel like I want to be like super exposed. Uh, you know, I just have some interest because of it, but I do worry about blowout factor a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, the points have to come from somewhere if there's a blowout, though, right? So Yep, 100%. Yeah, so where the point's going to come from is the question. Now, um, we've got Gasol and, and Rolo down low. I don't think that's the spot I want to target. Let them tangle up a little bit. But I'd have interest in, in Aldridge, like you said. I think Aldridge and Murray are going to be the two guys that I have interest in. If any, not like overly excited about either of those guys, but if I was going to target anyone on the San Antonio side, that's where I'd go. Um. Now, like, we're going to flip to the other side of this game now. Chicago, things are very ugly here. You know, Meritich, and, and they finally freed Barbie Portis, and he punched Meritich in the face. That's what happened. So um, he's throwing he's throwing fists out there, and, and it's just this Bulls team is a mess. Um, it's hard, but, you know, usually in situations like this in DFS, we thrive off of that because we're able to find value plays, right? But I'm just not seeing any value plays I'm really crazy about, and any guys that I'd really get excited about playing here. So I don't know. I might just completely pass on the bulls. How about you, Travis? Yeah. So I don't hate wanting to pass on the bulls because they, I mean, I get they have a bunch of guys out, but man, this team is bad. Uh, if I'm going to have interest in anyone, it's, you know, it's probably like Justin Holiday. You know, he's a guy that uh, is just going to absolutely chuck the ball up. Like, uh, it'd be like guys like Robin Lopez, this marketing guy is a guy that seems like that's going to get tons of run at power forward. So I can get going him and like Grant. Those are kind of just the four that I would only touch. And like, maybe guys I'm just sprinkling in tournaments. But again, uh, it's kind of one of those spots where like, I understand some of them could absolutely smash. And like, maybe it just depends if like they kind of fit as one of those last guys in tournaments. I wouldn't hate doing it, but it's just not guys that I'm like absolutely in love with that. I'm, you know, it's not like a play that I just feel like I need to like be all over or whatnot. So uh, again, this game is one of those that just kind of like feel uncertain about and don't, you know, don't really know what to do here. Um, and, but I do think there's obviously reasons to like these bulls guys, because these guys like guys like holiday Lopez marketing and grant, like I just think they, they are going to get one and like, they do have upside if they're going to get tons and tons of minutes. But again, do worry obviously about the blowout factor. And even if there's a blood, I think some of these guys will still get some run, but again, uh, you know, kind of going in circles here, but I don't love the bulls, but I do think there is tournament winning upside here. So I do think there's reasons to uh, talk about those guys. There's just not enough cheap options. You know what I mean? Their, their prices are not cheap. So if I could get a guy that was like, you know, close to the stone minimum and he was playing a ton of minutes and getting a bunch of usage, yeah. But, you know, you're telling me these guys are going to go out there and compete with the Spurs lineup even without Kawi. I just I don't see it happening. And uh, so I don't know what we're going to end up seeing. It's just the, the unpredictability factor, you know. Um, yeah, again, I probably stay away. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't hate if someone was like, "Hey, I'm like throwing one guy in as like a flyer," and like I think like one of these guys, like you know, or a couple, like I think they could have the upside here. I get, I get not liking the price tag, but I do think, I do think we could see like tons of upside. Like we, I mean, 
and preseason judge Justin Holiday was just absolutely chucking. Like this is a guy that I just feel like is just going to be uh, absolutely just like, especially when he gets hot, like he's just going to just be firing away. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to the next game. Now we got the Magic in Cleveland against the Cavaliers. The Cleveland Heat, as people on Twitter have been calling them, uh, some you know some interesting news here for sure on this game is uh, we have injuries to look at on both sides of the ball. We got uh, Peyton who. Uh, left the game last night. He is day-to-day with a hamstring injury, so definitely keep an eye on that news. Um, Aaron Gordon, another guy that we have to keep an eye on. So those are those are the two guys we want to look at on the Magic side of the ball and see what's going on over there. Now, on the Cleveland side of the ball, I believe Derek Rose did something with his leg, right? Yeah. Uh, rolled his ankle. He's uh, doubtful for this game. So... This is going to open up some some uh, some opportunities here for other guys to get some work and benefit from having uh, so many guys that can score the ball, pick up some dimes. So we don't have an over-under for this game yet. I assume that is because of the lack of the injury news right now. So we're just going to have to work with what we got right now. But I imagine that Cleveland's going to be the favorite, even without Derrick Rose. Now, if we're looking on the road, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I think you're right about that um, for sure. I was going to just say, like, who do you think, like, plays point guard then? Is it, like, D. Wade, like, plays the point? I, it's just something, like, with it, say Derrick Rose isn't in. Like, what is something that we need to, like, uh, I mean, he says he's doubtful, so I'm assuming he's not playing. Like, who's going to be that point guard there? Well, from watching the games, uh, you know, they did talk about D. Wade playing some point guard. Uh, to begin with, so I do think that we see some Wade uh, handling the ball. I do think that they'll just let LeBron take the ball down the court too and just run yeah. the plays, you know. Um, but who is he going to pass to at the top of the key when he goes and runs his routes? Is the question, right? So um, that's something that we have to keep an eye on: is who's going to be the benefit of having the ball at the top of the key once LeBron gets the ball down? Um, I just can't see anyone else on this uh, Cleveland roster really being like a primary ball handler, uh, like. I don't think they'd want to like let J.R. Smith be taking the ball down the court. Um, so, yeah, I think we see some D. Wade and LeBron. I think we see a mixture of all that. And I think that uh, with the second unit, um, they'll probably have to find a way to get creative. Um, but I don't, I, I don't know. I just – I'm not too worried about um, the point guard position. I don't think that we're going to really benefit. Like, I'm not going to be going crazy on Wade. That's my point here is uh, I think with Rose out, we're going to see a lot of – uh, attraction going Wade's way. He's 5,900 on FanDuel. It's doable over there. And on DraftKings, I believe he's not too expensive either. Um, yeah, he's 5K on DraftKings. I'd like him a lot more on DraftKings than I would on FanDuel. Um, but it I, seems like you got to consider in cash games. Yes, because the the workload should be there, but he's also old man doing, you know, Dwayne Wade with the bad knees. We have to keep that in mind. And I don't think they're going to push him like this early in the season like to the point where he could risk an injury. I don't think that they're going to have him playing point guard like he's, you know, expect him to be Chris Paul and just stay out there and win the game for them. So I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, I'm a little hesitant with, with, with Dwayne Wade here. So I don't think I'm going to go crazy on him. I, it definitely piques my interest in LeBron though. I think I'm going to have a lot more interest in LeBron at home now without a point guard. Uh, I think that definitely opens up some interesting spots here. Uh, absolutely dominated last time out there. So He's he's the guy that I want to have. Um, if I'm going to take anyone uh, from this Cleveland team, it's going to start with LeBron for me, and then maybe I'll, I'll shake around there. Uh, as far as the Orlando side of the ball, a lot of chasing of that Terrence Ross value last night didn't work out very well. Uh, but Vucevic, man, Vucevic had a huge game, and uh, he's in a pretty good spot here again because I, I just I, I don't know how I feel about Kevin Love trying to defend Vucevic. You know, I just don't see it being uh I, I don't see that being a fair match so i don't know travis what's your take on this game here yeah so i mean i mean which was on the winning team so i, I love Vooch. i like him i've liked him before that i've always been a fan of him but man he definitely won me over uh you know won me over for good today but it was funny right so i, I was big on alfred Payne today i had him on like most of my teams uh, but uh, he was on that. Well, he wasn't on that one team that I had, and like uh, I loved Peyton today. But like with Peyton being down, like this is definitely something we're gonna have to like uh, monitor because like man, like if Aaron Gordon doesn't play too, like this is, feels like it's just gonna be the Vooch show. Like it was to the point I was watching that game, and like Vucevic would be posting people up, and he would just be like calling for like, like give me the ball. It was basically like Shaq in the post, like back in the day, like just be like give me the ball. Like it's a mismatch. I got this. Like it, it was pretty funny. So 
Uh, I mean, I, I'm probably going to play Vooch tomorrow for sure. Uh, I don't know if I'll play him in cash games, but uh, I mean, especially if Peyton's down. Uh, it was only a hamstring, so I don't know how serious it was. Like I said, I didn't see it happen. It was one of those things where, like, he came back in the half, and I saw Sheldon Mack in there, and I was like, what? Like, I was very upset about it because uh, I had Alfred in my FanDuel cash team. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, uh, I do think there's going to be value here, right? And, and I, it kind of depends on Aaron Gordon. Like, Aaron Gordon, I think he's going to play, and the reason why is he really worked hard to kind of, like, try and play today. The real news on him was, like, he was the first one there in the building, and he was, like, trying his best to play today. He just couldn't give it a go. He, he started jump roping, and when he started doing the jump roping session, they basically, like, you know, shut down kind of quick. They were like, all right, like, he's done. Like, it just didn't work out. I don't know if he re-aggravated something or whatnot, but just be on the lookout for that. Uh, the Magic Beat Rares have been kind of pretty good this year for, to us, so I think they know that we're, like, DFSs are, like, bothering them so uh let, let's kind of hope we get the news in time on that but guys like isaac too he's another guy uh he's just like a really cheap value around the industry so i'm gonna have interest in him uh he's a guy that played for florida state uh he's a pretty pretty decent player all around one of their first round picks and they gave him a nice run so uh, i'll probably go back to the wall on him i think he's an interesting uh cheap option you can consider uh in tournaments for sure or even in cash games too so um there's gonna be value here with the magic all around i think they're interesting just to kind of touch on kevin love a little bit i pulled up kevin love and vucevic's uh you know all around just like you know regular season scores against each other uh they played against each other 10 times and i know they haven't really been on each other a ton but when they were on the timberwolves uh, when Kevin Love was on the Timberwolves, he went up against Vucevic a little bit. And I mean, he had like 23 points and like 15 rebounds on him once. Again, this is like a younger Vucevic, a little bit of a different kind. That was obviously like five years ago, but Kevin Love has really had his number in this matchup. So I think I have some interest in uh, in Kevin Love here against Vucevic. I think it's definitely a really interesting play. So I'm going to note that as like a guy I think I want to get some exposure to in tournaments on the Cleveland side of the ball, just because he he does have some glaring numbers. And again, it's a, it's a little different, uh, and I'm kind of rambling here. It's like a little bit of a different situation, I feel like, than most. But I do think it's like interesting to see how much more dominant he's been. Like 20.7 points, 11.2 rebounds for Kevin Love, and then Vucevic only 12.1 points and 8.2 rebounds. So... Um, I just think it's a pretty interesting thing that I, I stumbled upon. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. But uh, for me, uh, looking at the price tags here on both sites, I think I'm going to have to just, like, if, if DJ Augustine is starting and Peyton's out, I'm locking in DJ Augustine, man. 3100 on DraftKings, 3K even on FanDuel. For those price tags, if you're getting stars minutes out of DJ Augustine, we know we know what he can do when he starts at oh, yeah. guard. You know, he's like a DFS uh He's a little DFS, DFS golden nugget that we have a value that we uh, we know we could just lock him in anytime he gets the start and he's going to get starters minutes. So um, this is a spot I want to do, that, especially if um, if like Dwayne Wade running the point. You know, I'm not I'm not afraid of like Dwayne Wade defense at this point in his career. So uh, certainly, certainly a guy I'm interested in is going to be DJ Augustine. So if DJ Augustine starts, gets starters minutes, and Peyton's out, lock him in at this price tag. It's going to be my favorite value play. So far on the slate, yeah, and, and, and something to note like Frank Vogel was his coach in Indiana, so I'm assuming like there's obviously confidence there, right? Uh, I don't know why Sheldon Max started over him in the second half or whatever, but uh, you know, again, like I think uh, you know, if if DJ Austin to get the start, I feel like that's obviously you know Frank Vogel used to coach in Indiana. I'm pretty sure DJ Austin was there for that, so I'm sure there's some uh, type of confidence that he would have in him, uh, obviously, to do that. So, but uh, yeah, definitely think that's enough. I think we talked about the magic enough here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so with that, we'll move on to the next game. We've got the Detroit Pistons going against the New York Knicks. Um, Going to just pull up the over-under here, uh, what the game total is. 207.5 is the game total. This is interesting, man. Um, it's going to be in Madison Square Garden. I I don't know if I'm uh, – yeah, I'm reading this right. They expect Vegas expects this to be a one like a close game. It's a one-and-a-half spread, man, one-and-a-half-point spread. Very, very interesting here. They expect the Knicks to keep this one close. Uh, you know, we're, we're just used to seeing the Knicks as being heavy underdogs, so this is interesting to look at. Travis, uh, kick us off here. What's your take on this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the Knicks side of the ball, like, I, I, I don't know what Hornacek is doing. Like, don't play Willie Hernan Gomez. Uh, we saw, I saw this in the preseason. Like, he just, like, randomly was not playing him, and it was pretty frustrating. I know Frank Nicolina is a guy that's, like, uh, questionable and whatnot. I know his mom's going to be at the Garden, so I think he's going to push to kind of play. Just kind of like a newsworthy thing. Again, I don't know if he's playing probably not playing a ton of minutes, but I think it's something he wants to kind of make that garden debut. But I really, I just don't understand. Like Tim Hardaway jr. Was terrible the other day. I had Michael Beasley on my tournament team that he got hurt. 
Um, so it's a pretty frustrating situation all around. I think really the guys I want to be targeting, like, again, I think you can go back to the well on Tim Hardaway Jr. Because I, I do expect him to just be like one of those guys that's absolutely just chucking for the team. Probably won't play him in cash because of what happened in the, the last game, 28 minutes, like 7.5 fantasy points. It kind of scares me. Um, so probably more of a tournament guy that I'd rather load up on uh, there. But like, I think him, I think Porzingis, I know he's expensive, but he's a guy that uh, can obviously do well. And he's just a guy I feel like I'm not going to feel like that guy that I'm not going to roster a lot this year. And it's going to just like bother me so much. Uh, it feels like that. And I kind of want to fix it before it happens. But uh, yeah, I think he's a guy you definitely should have some interest in. He'll probably be probably getting Andre Drummond defense, which is not good defense. So definitely have some interest in that. And then Enos Cantor is another guy that I really think is going to kind of like flourish here in New York. Just going to be a situation where he there's going to he's going to have games where he has uh, high usage and just like if he's going up against like bad defending big men, like kind of like Andre Drummond, I'll definitely want to have some interest in that. So uh, that's kind of it for me on New York. I'll just kind of go around there, but it's not a team I obviously want to get a ton of exposure to because man, the Knicks are not a good basketball team. Yeah, no, they definitely aren't. I, I'm going to love to take advantage of this recency bias with Tim Hardaway Jr. By the way, 4,900 on Vandal is just way too cheap. That's, that's just, yeah, there's so much upside there. Like recency bias is going to buy in. I think it's someone you want to just target in tournaments. Again, I'm kind of scared in cash because again, I just don't, I just don't trust Jeff Hornacek. But yeah, you bring up a great point with that. Yeah, I wouldn't play him on DraftKings at 5600, but for 4900 on Fanduel, that's just disgustingly cheap. Usually in cash, you want to get our five five uh, X out of a player here, and you know, I do you think Hardaway Hardaway should get more than 25 fantasy points in this spot. So uh, definitely like him a lot. Uh, I could see some cases being made for Avery Bradley, but me, I'm not really going to chase that. Uh, Stanley Johnson uh, is a guy that, you know, he's he's battling the injury, and we're just not really sure about what his minutes will be like. Um, so it, it's uh, certainly a, a, an interesting situation. He played 23 minutes last night, 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, so... Uh, and one steal. So it looks like he, he's, he's healthy. Just I don't know if they're going to stretch him from 23 minutes back to the 40 he played uh, the previous game. Like you said, you said a good point with Przingis, but he's super, super expensive now. So I don't know if I'm going to chase that um, that price tag here if I could try to find better value. Uh, and at center, you know, obviously Andre Drummond is always going to be in play when he's on the slate, but just not a guy that I'm really, like, super interested in. So for me, uh, just to keep it simple, I think I'll just take Tim Hardaway Jr., on uh, on FanDuel here, and uh, everyone else. I mean, there's tournament darts here. I'd be interested in, but for for cash, I think I'll just pass everything else. Yeah, so I think you're man. I don't know. You're crazy about Avery Bradley. I'm gonna definitely get exposure to him. I know he's like has been the sexiest option, but he's KCP like all over again. But like, uh, I feel like even a better version of KCP. I love him. Obviously, cause I'm a Celtic fan too. I think that's part of it. But he's one of the best defenders uh, out there, man. He is just a tough guy, and uh, I think Stan, you know Stan Van loves those type of guys. So uh, I love Avery Bradley. I'm gonna have interest in him, especially on sites like FanDuel where like the steals are worth three points. That's uh, something that he's definitely gonna uh, you know be getting a ton of this year. So I like him a lot. Definitely these guys should have some interest in for sure. Um, and, you know, if we somehow get news that like maybe Reggie, like cause Reggie Jackson randomly pops up on the injury report, like doing something dumb, but he's been crushing this year. But if he ever pops up, uh, you know, Ish Smith is just going to be a spot where he's like way too cheap. Right. Uh, throughout the, uh, you know, throughout the season. So it's just something I just wanted to know, obviously, cause it could happen tomorrow. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, but yeah, I, I could get, uh, you know, I can get going. Some of these guys like Tobias Harris, another guy too, right? Uh, he's a New York guy. He loves New York. So, uh, the na little narrative street there, uh, he's got, always has some upside. He just gets, you know, minutes equals money, right? So he always gets tons of minutes and he's a guy that you can have interest in. And, uh, I always think Andre Drummond's an interesting tournament guy. You know, he had that, uh, he had that sinus surgery, uh, with that sinus surgery, it's helping him breathe better, helping him sleep at night. And obviously breathing is something that's important when you're running up and down the court. So I'm kind of buying Andre Drummond a little bit. Um, Again, it's kind of tough. It's like one of those games. There's guys I like here, and it's just guys that there's not guys I'm absolutely in love with and locking a loader or anything like that. Um, but I do think Avery Bradley is a guy on FanDuel specifically for that price tag of 5,500. I'm gonna have interest in. Uh, he kind of like barely got the value there at the uh, at the end um, on uh, on Friday night. But I think it's a guy I want to go back to because I still think he's. Uh, people are gonna be like, man, Avery Bradley was terrible, even though he ended up getting there well enough where it didn't hurt. Um, and I'm gonna kind of want to go back there because I think there is some upside here. All right. All right, so with that, we'll move on to the next game. We're going to be looking at Dallas Mavericks in Houston against the Rockets. Uh, we have a pretty big spread here in this game. 214.5 is the game total, and 10.5 uh, favorites for Houston. Some uh, news and notes for this game. For the Mavericks, Dennis Smith Jr. already ruled out for Saturday, so he's already out of this game. Devin Harris still out with the personal issues. And uh, looking over at the Rockets, Chris Paul, 
got early news that he will be out as well on this slate. So uh, no Chris Paul. Do we just go all the Harden here, Travis? What do you think? Oh, yeah, man. Like all the Harden, right? Like this, his price is just going to go up here. Uh, all the Harden. Load him up here. I mean, on FanDuel, he's 11000 Let's see what he is on DraftKings. He was way too cheap on DraftKings. 10 He's 10-6 on DK. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me Harden, man. I'm just going to load up on I'll throw him in the shooting guard slot, right? So, maybe he'll roster all those point guards up. Uh, uh, Harden, like, he's a, one of those plays. And, obviously, you know, people know why. But uh, one thing to note just about the uh, – about the – just in general about Dallas is, like, they're trying to run up and down the floor. Like they're trying to be like a fast paced team. Like they're playing Dirk at the five. It's already been announced. Like Rick Carlisle said, like we're doing this. They're running Dirk at the five. Harrison Barnes at the four. There was talks of running there. Devin Harris at the three this year. Like that just tells you how much they want to go up and down. And like, they didn't go up and down. They've been proving that to us. So uh, I'm buying in on this game being like a really fast paced game. You're going to want to get uh, exposure to uh, both sides of the ball. I'm thinking like definitely James Harden, of course, uh, you know, Clint Capella is another guy, right? Uh, I think you want to get exposure to too. Um, you know, he dropped a huge game against Sacramento, 53.9 fantasy points, uh, fans points. That's without, uh, Chris Paul. Like they need some other guy to kind of be a producer or scorer, right? So, uh, definitely have interest in, uh, you know, a lot of these rockets, you definitely want to fire away with even Eric Gordon too. He's another guy that's just been absolutely chucking. So rockets, there's tons of value on the Maverick side of the ball. It's interesting. I think you want to go to like guys like Wesley Matthews. I think Yogi Ferrell, he kind of disappointed in this matchup here against Sacramento, like for 4.1 K. He got 20.8. I, I do think that he's, uh, you know, he could have a way better performance here. Um, so, yeah, I think there's value on this uh, Maverick side of the ball. And a guy like Wes Matthews, too, right? Uh, he's another guy that uh, he seems like he's just going to be on the floor a lot and trying to guard uh, guard James Harden. And uh, just a guy that's going to be on the floor a lot that, you know, again, he can kind of stink it up sometimes. Like, he just kind of sits there and doesn't do a ton, and that can be frustrating. But, um there's upside here at this price tag. So uh, again, I think you want to be targeting some of these Mavericks and kind of uh, look at the news during the day and try and figure that out, which uh, guy you think is going to really get that. Because if we have all these guys out, we got Seth Curry out. We have Devin Harris out. We have uh, Dennis Smith Jr. out. Like there is value here with uh, with the Mavericks. Yeah, for sure. Especially the Mavericks shooters. Those are the guys I really want to hone in on because they're going to be playing from behind. So they're going to be chucking up shots. I, I definitely like me some Yogi, as you mentioned, and uh, some Wesley Matthews. He'll be, he'll be shooting the ball up. Um, and I think Harrison Barnes is probably going to be expected to really shoulder a lot of usage, which is fine. At 6300 on FanDuel, I think that's a great price tag. And on DraftKings, you could get Harrison Barnes for 5800 So both, I think, are reasonable price tags. Um, also, uh, you know, and, and you know, with that being said, I really don't want to target the big men too much here. I think New Orleans Knoll is a fine tournament play because he just won't gather much uh, traction as far as ownership is concerned. Uh, Clint Capella, I think, will get a lot of game lock chasers. I think he'll be pretty heavy here. And I get it. You know, I think that, you know, Dallas it does not have a great history of, you know, being, you know, fantastic rebounders, especially um, with, with Dirk being older now, a little bit slower on the baskets, um, on the boards. But for me, um, I'm just going to go with, like, Harden and Gordon. Just lock those in. Really like our Gordon, the starting lineup, especially if he's starting with the Chris Paul being out. And uh, for for Dallas, I like uh, I like Yogi, I like Harrison Barnes and Wesley Matthews, and in that order is how I like them. So uh, that's where I'm at here. How about you, Travis? Who are your favorite plays from this game? Oh man, yeah, it's like Harden, uh, Gordon Capella, Yogi, and Wes Matthews are kind of the guys uh, I think I like the most. All right, cool. So with that, we'll move on to the next game. We have the Golden State Warriors going against Memphis in Memphis. Two thirteen is the over under for this game. Golden State. A mere seven and a half point favorite against Memphis. Now, Golden State is a team that's you know we we usually like to target. There's lots of good value um, here. Draymond Green played a full allotment of minutes, so there's no injury concerns there. I know we were we were worried about that going into last night's game. He looks good. Kevin Durant had a huge game. Curry had a huge game. Um, they, you know they're really they they look good, and there's there's plenty of points to be had here. Uh, Clay Thompson always looks good too. Now. Just chucking the ball up, but uh, Memphis is one of the, the most uh, down-paced teams in the league. They really they, they play at a low tempo, um, really hold on to those possessions and milk out those possessions. So it could kind of combat that uh, that West Coast style, that fast-paced style that Golden State brings to the table. It might slow them down a little bit. Might get less uh, less possessions throughout the game to do work with. I think that there'll still be plenty of points to be scored, as the over/under um, suggests. But I just I don't know. I think the pace might be affected here, and it might suppress some fancy output here. What do you think, Travis? 
Yeah, so uh, this is the game where Draymond Green had the quadruple double, right? Did he have a quadruple double last year? He had a massive game. I don't remember which, but he just had a huge game. It was against Memphis, and this is like a team like, man, it's going to be in the grindhouse, right? Like Draymond Green is not walking in the grindhouse without getting his, right? And kind of he's the guy that's going to uh, be kind of going at it with that team and like kind of guarding Marcus all. Like he's a guy that's definitely going to get after it. He's only 7,300 on DraftKings. Like I love him on DraftKings here. Also, there's reason to like him on Fandle because of the steal and block upside. He's 8,400, but. I think Draymond Green is one of my favorite plays in this game. I'll probably end up passing on, uh, probably pass on like a guy like Kevin Durant um, and Steph Curry. I get reasons to like them, right? They're kind of priced up, and there's other guys I'd probably rather play, but they're priced up. Uh, I get the thing to be worried about the pace, and I don't know what their pace is going to be, but I know they said they're one of those teams that said in preseason, we want to run and stuff like that. I just don't know how they do it, but uh, that is intriguing, and I think the Warriors just kind of dictate their own pace. Obviously, we want the Warriors in games that they're playing, like the Thunder and the Rockets, but uh, I would kind of say maybe not so fast on this game, maybe not being as slow tempo as you think, but um, again, like I said, I'm just reacting to what I heard in the preseason, and I don't know if it's going to be true. Uh, their, their other game was against the Pelicans, which I kind of expected just to be slow style anyways, kind of with uh, guys like Boogie and uh, Anthony Davis. So uh, I'm just going to kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to not play the, the Warriors. If people are not going to play the Warriors because they're worried about the pace, uh, I kind of would say maybe I want to get a little bit in on them. Like I said, Draymond Green is probably one of my favorite plays. Also, I don't know if this is like a real narrative street or not, but hey, uh, narrative street is somewhere I live, and I'm going to definitely talk about it. So uh, we have uh, Clay Thompson during our next three home games. He said, this is not a home game, though, is it? Oh, my gosh. So it's not a home game. But he said during our next three home games, he's pledging $1,000 per point to the North Day fire relief. So never mind. Uh, scratch that. I guess we have to wait for that. That'll be, uh, I guess, during the week. But, man, I was hoping that was uh, hoping that was today. But never mind. Uh and I, I thought that was today, too. And he actually shot the most shots on the team. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But it, for the next home game, sorry about that. But that's something to note for next week, guys. Clay Thompson will probably be chucking for, uh, you know, the relief efforts uh, out in California. But either way, I think Draymond Green is my guy that I don't want to play. Um, I just think there's just so much upside for him here in this spot. And obviously, like, all the four of these guys are kind of guys that you could say are, uh, you know, kind of uh, – that big game so if they fit your last spot i'm never going to be like yeah they're a, a bad play like i could say there's other plays that are maybe better but if you tell me i gotta pick one warrior tomorrow which one's your favorite for me it's Draymond. yeah no i agree and i just the problem is i'm having trouble with my builds on Fanduel touching any of these guys uh the prices are just way too tight but on on DraftKings, man like you have to lock in Draymond and cash i think at this price tag at 7300 it's just way too cheap um, really, really love his price tag there. And, and I think Mike Conley is a fantastic tournament option on the Memphis side. Going against some uh, some Steph Curry uh, defense, you know, which I'm not afraid of here. Conley uh, has done well throughout his career against the Steph Curry type of defenders. So this is a spot where I would want to have some Mike Conley in tournaments. 7700 on DraftKings. I like that price tag. 8200 I just don't think he gets any ownership here. I feel like uh, there's some kind of stigma to not play uh, you know, player position players, especially at guards against the Warriors, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like that's where you should be attacking the Warriors, is you know in the, in their uh, their backcourt. But yeah, so so Conley's my favorite tournament option from this, and I would love love Draymond Green on DraftKings. Um, you know, in cash games, if I could just jam him in there, I'm going to do it. But uh, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Anyone else here that you're interested in, Travis? Yeah, I think you nailed it right. Uh, Conley, Gasol, interesting plays, high-tempo game. Makes sense, right? They're their most productive players if they're going to keep it close. You play those guys, and if you think they're going to keep it close, make sure to play some Warriors on the opposite, right? If I'm playing guys like Conley and Gasol, I'm probably going to make sure I have a Warrior on the opposite side because that means the game's probably close. Uh, if I want to throw a dart on one of the, on one uh, Grizzly that's cheap, it's Mario Chalmers because he's expected to get this nice amount of usage that they've been talking about all in the preseason. They're expecting to kind of really get him, uh, make him be kind of a guy that's like the six-man type guy. So uh, maybe I'd buy on him being an interesting guy. Um, but that's about it for me. We can move on to the next game, Josh. All right, so let's move on to the next game. We got the Pacers in Miami against the Heat. 211 is the over-under. Miami is an eight-and-a-half point favorite right now at home. Uh, let's look at the injury news and notes from this game. So on the Miami side of the ball, Hassan Whiteside is out for this slate. We already have news that he's going to be out. Um, Magruder obviously is out with that leg injury. He's trying to get back by the All-Star break. Um, yeah, so no other significant injuries here other than Hassan Whiteside being out for the for the Heat side of the ball. And then on the Pacers side of the ball, we had Miles Turner who missed last night's game but let's see what the rest of the injury report says miles turner he's uh 
you know, we don't have news on whether or not he's going to play on the slate, so that's something you definitely want to keep your eyes on. But if both centers are missing in this game, uh, it's going to open up some value, I think, in the front court. Uh, but, yeah, so th- those are the significant injuries we have here for this game. So it looks like we might have no centers in this game. Travis, what do you think about that? Yeah, we're not. Turner's, Turner's out. Whiteside's out. So, uh, yeah, it's just going to be like yeah, like no centers, really. It's going to be super interesting. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Sabonis started, so I'm guessing Sabonis gets a start at center and uh, for the Indiana again. And then, um, you know, like, O'Quarra White was out last game, but it says that he's probably not going to – he's probably going to be able to play this game. So, yeah, I guess it's one of those things where uh, we're going to have to wait and see, like, who they announce as the starter and then kind of, you know, plug him in from there. Like a guy like Kelly Olnick probably goes against Sabonis. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, Kelly Olnick and Sabonis were both Gonzaga guys. I'm a, I'm a big Gonzaga fan. So a little, uh, you know, old teammate rivalry. I don't know if they're there at the same time. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but uh, they definitely know each other. So that'll be interesting if they're like going head to head at the center position. Cause I wouldn't be shocked if they did that. Uh, they just slid Kelly Olnick to the center spot. So, uh, Hey man, a little narrative. Uh, they could be two buddies that, like I said, I'm, I'm a Gonzaga fan and I'm, for some reason I'm blanking if they were there at the same time together, but they definitely know each other. Uh, but anyways, uh, on the Indiana side of the ball, right. We have to have exposure to, I think this backcourt, right? Like a Darren Collison, right. Uh, in my, against Miami, I think he makes a ton of sense. He's just still too, kind of too cheap. He's one of those guys that's going to price should be increasing throughout the season. So I kind of want to be buying in on him. Uh, but you know, this may be not the greatest matchup, but I still think there's, I should have a little bit of interest guy like Oladipo too. I think I have interest in him as well. Thaddeus Young, he's another guy. Uh, and then even on the, um, even on the heat side of the ball, right? Like a guy like Goran Dragic with no white side, I'm expecting him to chuck up the ball. Uh, you know, guy like Deion Waiters too, you know, he's definitely gonna get his shots in and get tons of minutes. So there, there's definitely value here. Like this is a game that, um, I think you can also do like a cheap game stack too. Like kind of like the Nets, uh, magic game today where there's like cheap there's like cheapish guys that you could fill in and kind of do a nice game stack uh that's a fast total game possibly um that could just be up and down and not a lot of defense being played um again like i know the heat are a good defensive team but uh you know it seems like indiana keep up close what'd you say the spread was on this the spread no they, they expect i was just gonna say they expect miami to to be a heavy favorite here nine and a half point favorite. okay Nine and a half. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Again, I mean, I know Miami is a good defensive team, but I don't know. Cause this game maybe just going up and down and maybe an interesting game stack. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just kind of rambling there for a little bit, but I think there's value here that we're going to have to be able to get a, get a hold of. And it's one of those things, obviously kind of have to do a little wait and seeing on to make sure we hear like, you know, just be checking news. Like uh, I always like send out tons of retweets. So you can follow me there and I'll retweet a ton of different, like tons of information throughout the day that that scene that I see uh, on uh, my NBA list. But I do think there's guys that have interest in it. And don't mind doing like a little mini game stack on stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think this is definitely a wait and see approach kind of situation. This is where you're probably going to get some, some good value uh, on the slate for looking for some value plays. So let's definitely wait and see how they handle the starting lineups on, on, uh, on this, for this game and check our Twitters and we'll let you know who we like the best out of this game for value. Plays. Real, 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 yeah. Real quick, Josh, if you can only take like three guys from this game, who are you taking? I know it's like kind of like tough to decide now, but who, who are the three you would take? Well, certainly going to take uh, Darren Collison, who you mentioned for sure. Um, so it would probably be Collison, um, Dragic, uh, and maybe some Thaddeus Young. But I, I also do I do like Aldebo and I do like um, some Winslow. But yeah, those if I had to like I had to absolutely take guys would be Dragic, Collison, and um, Thaddeus Young. How about you, Travis? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's. I think it's like Dragic and Carlson, so I'm glad to see we're in agreement there. I really think it's Kelly Olnick. Like, it's whoever's going to start there for them. Uh, I don't know. It, it could be like a guy like James Johnson, too. Like, again, like James Johnson last game, only 18 minutes played in 29.8 fantasy points. Like, he's a guy that we've definitely had liked a lot when we've had him in there and getting the minutes. So it's kind of, I guess I want to say, like, it's that Miami center, whoever that Miami center maybe is, or that guy that, you know, but one of those power forwards there, I think I'm going to have some interest in. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. It just, just like I said, it's a wait-and-see kind of approach. So we'll see. We also don't know what kind of rotations uh, Miami is going to run. So, um, yeah, so that's. Uh, I think that's it for this game. What do you think, Travis? Anything else you want to mention? Uh, yeah, let's move on to the next one. All right. We got Portland in Milwaukee. Uh, this should be a fun game to watch. Uh, you know, two, two young, uh, fun teams. 214.5 is the over-under Milwaukee. Small 3.5 point favorite right now so we've got uh we've got some good some good players here in this game some guys i think we should be interested in um 
this Brogdon kid, Malcolm Brogdon, has been getting trusted with minutes. He's been pretty solid value, good cash game play. He's on the slate. Lillard, obviously, on the slate. McCollum absolutely blew out. I mean, that, that Portland game uh, tonight, man, there's so many points scored in that game. And my boy Nurk was the guy I had, and he just he, he kind of <laughs> got himself into foul trouble. And... I loved him today, too, and I, I, I actually felt, like, weird. I was kind of underweight on him when I wanted to have more of him, but, man, he was not good. <laughs> uh, was, you know, you, you, uh, you dodged a bullet, my friend. I had him, and he was the difference between cashing and not cashing in tournaments for me, so... Um, Middleton, Middleton's very overpriced on FanDuel. I just I don't understand what's going on over there at that price tag. So I'm just not going to touch him over there. 6400 on DraftKings, I think, is a bit more doable. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't believe there's any notable injuries. But we just check Jabari Parker. Um, we already know about, so that's not um, anything that's going to affect anything here. And for Portland, uh, yeah, it's clean. So. Nothing to worry about here, uh, for as far as injuries are concerned. But yeah, it's, it's like I want to get I want to get players from this game. This is this is the game I want to really target hard. Just figure out where I'm going to go. I mean, because Giannis is just so expensive on Fanduel now at 11.3, and he also hogs up a power forward spot, which is where we're going to find some value. So really, this is like where allocation of salary really makes a difference, you know, um, for roster construction. So like for uh, on DraftKings, he's point guard and small forward eligible. So not only do you get him the point guard and small forward spot if you want. You could also get him the guard spot, the forward spot, and the utility spot. So you have a lot of room to get Giannis in there if you want to get him in. On Fandle, you don't have that kind of flexibility. It's like all on the P, on you know, all on the power forward spot or not at all. So that that kind of puts you in, in a weird handcuff spot at that price tag. So I, I think I'm going to have a hard time getting Giannis on Fandle unless I'm like absolutely dedicated to getting him in there. Um, Nurk certainly in play for me. Uh, once again, I don't care. I'll go back to the well. And hopefully people get off him with the recency bias. But yeah, what do you think about this game here, Travis? Yeah, I think I want to, you know, you're talking about like the guys that want to be dedicated to getting Giannis. And I think I want to be one of those dudes. Like, I think I want to be dedicated to getting Giannis. And uh, again, I kind of felt like it was a mistake, not get it, like not going to him in cash today when I, I probably felt like there was like uh, spots where I was like, man, I really wish I would have like played around with that. I didn't really play around with as much as I, I wish I would have. Um, so I, I love him. I think he's one of the top plays on the slate. Like we talk about Giannis, right? Like, uh, um, He's just so amazing. Like he's one of those guys that he's just. We're gonna see him take this huge leap this year. I wouldn't be shocked if he won MVP this year. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if, like the Bucks like you know had a massive year and like claimed the three seed. And you know how we are with MVPs. Like they're not. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't care for MVP awards. Like, but like it's kind of one of those things. Like we get bored of giving it to like the same guy. So it seems like he might be like the next man up that we decide to give it to. Right. Um, if he has a massive year, and I think he's going to. Uh, he's a guy that I want to be loading up on. So yeah. Uh, so just talk about Giannis a little bit more. Like they're going up against the Trailblazers. Where do we like to attack the Trailblazers, Josh? Against Damian Lillard and the point guard because they're not good against point guards. So like he's the point guard. Like I, I just want to load up on Giannis. I think he's like one of the best plays in the slate. So I'm going to fire away with him. Uh, talking about the other side of the ball real quick. Um, I'm not going to play Damian Lillard. I think he's like an absolute fade. Uh, the Bucks are really good at stopping point guards. That's one thing that they're very good at. And they're also, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm just going to stay away from Lillard. So I think like on this game, like I'm not going to do like Lillard Giannis game stacks. I think it's just mainly like Giannis for me and maybe sprinkling in some other guys. But uh, this game is like strictly just Giannis for me. I think he's got such massive upside. I think Brogdon's a really good cash game too. I liked how you mentioned that. I think he's interesting, but yeah, it's like all the Giannis for me. No Nurk. Eh, um, Maybe um, he's a guy. I, his center is a pretty loaded spot. Uh, I, I I think I have interest in. I, I think the recency bias will kill some people off him when probably shouldn't, uh, especially because the guy's been like chucking up some three pointers, like, and he's actually like learned how to do that. So, um, yeah, I, I have a little bit of interest. Maybe uh maybe a tournament uh, exposure here and there. I don't think I have to get a, so much. I don't, I don't think I have to get a lot of Nurk in order to uh, be overweight. So maybe I'll do it. But I think it's just like all the Giannis and maybe sprinkling in some value guys. Uh, you know, within uh within him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just want to make it clear. Um, the reason why I was talking about Giannis like that is just on FanDuel, it's tough. Um, like I said, we could fit him into uh, five different spots on our DraftKings lineup. We could only fit him into one on FanDuel, and he's very, very expensive. And it's in that power forward spots where I'm going to find a lot of value. So, like I said, just allocation of salary. But yeah. Um, anything else you want to mention here in this game, or is it just Giannis for you? And then maybe sprinkle around that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like Giannis, like sprinkling in some of these interesting value plays throughout on each side of the ball. But like, man, again, it's like I'm hoping I can get him in. Right? It's one of those things. Like, I'm like, I haven't obviously we haven't done built-in roster construction. We haven't like had like you know uh, 
we haven't had like a ton of like, you know, we don't have like all the news, right? So like, it's a guy that I'm definitely saying like, I want to prioritize. So you should try and prioritize. But uh, if it's feel, it makes you feel uncomfortable while you're trying to do it, and you're not making it work, uh, then just get off it, right? But I, I do think he's a guy you want to be mainly looking at and trying to get in there. All right. So with that, we'll move on to the next game. We've got the Oklahoma City Thunder in Utah against the Jazz. Uh, 202 and a half is the over-under, small over-under here. Oklahoma City, just a small four-point favorite right now um, on the spread. So interesting here. You know, Westbrook is a guy that we always just want to plug and play. And, you know, of course, he had a huge game, comes back with a triple-double. But um, he's expensive, and he's going against the Jazz, who are very, very good at defense. The low over-under shows what a low pace they play at. They're playing at home, too. Um, Utah's a tough place to play them at home. They just they really lock down that court really well on D. Um, I don't think they'll be able to contain Westbrook, so to speak. I don't think anyone's able to really contain Westbrook. But I do think that um, he might have trouble if the pace gets slowed down a little bit, kind of paying off his massive price tags that he has across the industry. Um, 11.1 on DraftKings. Not as high as it, you know, it could be. But uh, if you're looking at his price tag on FanDuel, 11.3 over there makes a you know a huge difference as far as the difference in formats. He's actually you know a lot more expensive on FanDuel is on DraftKings, even with the price tag sounding like they're similar. Um, but yeah, so it, for me it's 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 weird. Like it's like I want to get Westbrook in, but I feel like I'm gonna have to jam him in, and it makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm not really into the whole mellow situation. And news and notes for this game, by the way. Um, Rodney Hood just can't stay healthy, can he, man? Like he's hurt again. He's already hurt. Season just started. Rodney uh, Hood. He got hurt on his. He got hurt on his birthday, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rodney Hood can't stay healthy, and I, I'm a huge Hood guy. <laughs> I called a huge Hood game last year on the Weekend Grind podcast. You remember that? But um, I, I think he's great. But the guy just can't stay healthy, man. He's tough. It's tough, and and now they have to adjust around that. So, uh, anyway, where where does your interest go here in this game, Travis? You you're gonna plug uh, Westbrook into cash or what? Yeah, so I think it's actually a really simple game for me. It's like, I'm not, it's Utah, right? Very slow tempo. Like, I'm just staying away from the entire, uh, entire Thunder side of the ball. Like, there's also now kind of too many cooks in the kitchen, right? We got George, we got Melo, just slow tempo. It just feels like a spot we can stay away. They're all kind of priced up. Like, I'm just going to wait for those prices kind of dip down a little bit. That's my personal opinion on it. It's just not the greatest matchup. Uh, Russell Westbrook, right? Like, I don't want him because I can play James Harden against the Mavericks or without Chris Paul, or I can play Giannis in this uh, great game against the uh, Trailblazers. So it's like I'm running out of money to spend, and I'm just going to fade Westbrook. Uh, seems like a scary spot to be. Uh, the only way I play him is like maybe if someone talks me on him throughout the day and they say I'm crazy, but I don't think it's crazy at my first look, and uh, it just sounds like I want to play Harden and Giannis instead. Um uh, it's just, it just makes more sense to me. So, and I think there's more value at point guard. Uh, I just want to talk about the other side of the ball. I have more interest over there. Like, so one reason I, you know, I was kind of like all over Rudy Gobert on the first slate. And then I kind of started moving off towards the end of the slate. Cause I realized maybe against Denver against Jokic isn't the best spot because he's going to be getting pulled away from the basket. Right. Uh, and then same thing with towns, right? Like going to be getting pulled away from the basket, probably a bunch, you know, just being just going against like an elite player. Like I don't need to play Gobert. Uh, you know, Steven Adams back to the basket kind of guy. Like, uh, you know, he's not an elite player like those guys. Steven Adams is a nice player, but he's not an elite player like that. Rudy Gobert could definitely dominate him. You know, all those hooks that Steven Adams is going to be uh, putting up. Those are possible Gobert blocks that we're going to see. So, and what Russell Westbrook, what does he do? He runs right to the hoop and tries to get those layups in and go. He doesn't care, right? Westbrook puts up the shot anyways. Well, Gobert will block those away and just send them home. So uh, I think this is a great spot for Gobert. Also a high tempo game. I'm definitely going to have exposure to Gobert here. And I think I'm going to do the correlation play with Ricky Rubio, right? Russell Westbrook, reckless with the ball, right? Again, he's a very talented player, but he's a guy that last year, you know, he was like, throwing the ball over the place and he would get turnovers and he wouldn't care because he just wanted to just get his triple doubles. Uh, Ricky Rue is a guy who's really good at stealing the ball. Uh, and Westbrook, he gives up a couple turnovers a game. Like he's going to do that, right? Westbrook is not going to have games with zero turnovers most of the time. Again, super talented freak player athlete. That's really impressive and amazing, but he does give up turnovers. And what does Ricky Rue get? He gets steals. So uh, I like the correlation play too. I think this is a great spot for them, the up-tempo game. I like the Ricky Rubio uh, Gobert correlation. I think that's a tournament play. I'm definitely going to be all over. Yeah, I think that's a great correlation play. I do like that a lot. Um, but I think that my exposure to this game will stay minimal. I agree with you. I think that uh, Jam and Westbrook in is the wrong move here on the slate. So um, two make hooks in the kitchen, as you mentioned. I don't think that it's going to prevent him 
from racking up great stat lines. I just don't know if it's going to be worth jamming him at this price tag on this slate in this matchup. I think there'll be better matchups for him. But, yeah. So, with that, let's move on to the second-to-last game of the night. We've got the Sacramento Kings, who are an absolute mess, going against Denver, who is also kind of an absolute mess uh, at home. Um, Vegas total here. We have the over-under set at 2-16 which is actually currently the highest or second highest over-under on the slate. And um, Denver's an 11-point favorite at home. Sacramento's just really bad. They're just really, really bad at basketball right now. So uh, does that open up value for us here, Travis, or what do we do? Do we touch this game? Do we get involved? Oh, man, dude, I, I like this game, right? Um, it's one of those games where, like, I, you know, I want to get exposure to Nuggets out of the ball, right? Like a guy like Jamal Murray, he's really cheap. I want to get exposure to him. Uh, I think he's a guy that you definitely want to play. Like Jokic too, right? This could be a really good spot for him here. Uh, definitely be a, a smash spot for him. Again, uh, a little worry, right? Blowout factor, but this could be a huge game for him, right? The upside is here for Jokic. So he's a guy, if you want to pay up for him, I'm not going to have any issues with paying up for. Um, you know, all, there's a lot of guys on the Nuggets out of the ball, right? Uh, you know, you got guys like Moutier, Barton, Gary Harris. Uh, you know, we play, target the Kings against shooting guards because they just don't have guys that can guard them. Uh, I think a lot of the Nuggets side of the ball is in play. Uh, I, I really think like some of my favorite plays uh, on the Nuggets side of the ball, if I had to pick, are uh, you know Jokic is one of them definitely, and like Jamal Murray, those are like the two that may have like the most interest in. Uh, and then I, I still think the other guys are great plays too. On the Kings side of the ball, again, it's not a team that uh, I'm in love with, but it's a very high tempo game, and like they have some like young guys that are just trying to run out there and get minutes. And one guy is De'Aaron Fox, and he's been super impressive. He's only 4,500 on FanDuel, 23.3, uh, you know, FanDuel points uh, in 23 minutes against Houston. And they played 26 against Dallas and at 32.2, man. So, uh, you know, 9.6 rebounds, 10 assists, like, and this guy can just do a lot. Like I definitely have interest in De'Aaron Fox. Uh, again, it's like one of those things where like, I'm talking about him, and I, like, I even said him on the one podcast I did today. I was like, I like De'Aaron Fox, and if you could, you could sprinkle in if you know he's getting the minutes, and I wanted to sprinkle in, and I didn't get to, and it's like one of those things where in this matchup against Denver, I really think I want to sprinkle him in, and I'm hoping I do it, but it feels like one of those things where he might just miss the cut, but I think he's interesting and just kind of want to discuss him, and he's a guy looking forward that I want to talk, I'm going to be talking about. So I uh, just want to talk about how great uh, and talented of a player he is going to be, and he's probably the guy in the king set of the ball. If I was buying, that's the guy I would want to buy, and also Willie Cauley-Stein is a guy that can have some upside here in this fast tempo game uh but yeah those are kind of the two guys on the king side of the ball and then uh i think most of the nuggets are in play but for me it's jokic and joel murray are my favorites how about you josh yeah jokic and jamal murray for sure those are the two guys that i was actually looking at the exact same two guys those are the guys jumping out at me those are the guys i want to get um exposure to but yeah there's, there's certainly um certainly room to go other places also on denver I would definitely want to get your exposure there I do think Coley Stein's a good tournament dart, but it's, just, it's too hard to figure out this whole Sacramento situation. So I'm just probably uh, – I, I don't think this is a terrible game stack, though, Travis. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think it really is because, like, if you think if you're going to play a lot of these Nuggets, like, you're kind of expecting maybe the Kings some – like, they, the Kings can keep it close, right? The Kings kept it close to the Rockets randomly the other day. Like, it's not like they can't. And uh, there's something to be said about, like, young teams that are just, like, kind of, like, playing around and having fun, right? Like – uh, like like teams like the Bulls, they're just an absolute dumpster fire. But some of these like uh, teams like the Kings, right? We see with the Nets, right? Like people like bash on the Nets, but they're just supposed to like young guys that are like having a good time, just trying to win games, right? And I think the Kings might turn into that as like the year goes on, just like a bunch of young kids that are just uh, having fun in the NBA and just trying to win games and uh, not really caring at all and just trying to get better every single day. So uh, there's something to be said about that. Uh, but yeah, I think the Kings could definitely keep up enough with the Nuggets. Not again, the Nuggets are a team that I think a lot of us think are going to be like a good team going forward, and we're, we're excited to see them in the playoffs. But uh, they're a team that definitely has their flaws. So um, yeah, the Kings could obviously somehow keep this thing close. And uh, if you're playing some Nuggets, I don't hate getting some uh, Kings exposure on the opposite side, but I don't think you have to. All right. So with that, we're going to move on to the last game of the night. Plenty of appeal here because th- this actually is the highest over under. Uh, on the slate at 217 and a half is the over under Clippers are 11 and a half point favorites huge favorites but we saw Phoenix step up and put up huge huge points what they put up 130 points last night Travis yeah I don't know it was a massive amount but man uh thank you TJ Warren and Devin Booker they were awesome so uh, <laughs> yeah uh d- d- dude like the man the Phoenix Suns are going to be a team that this day just don't care they're just going to run up and down the court so this is good this is gonna be a fun one to watch man uh well maybe not like uh you know talented basketball right but uh it's just gonna be a, a crazy game it's one of those games where it's like you know all these games uh start uh either at eight or nine or seven thirty 
Um, but uh, if you're currently winning all the money at 1030, uh, if you have no exposure to this game, you're probably not going to still be currently winning all the money. So you might want to get exposure to this game. Yeah, you're definitely going to fall flat uh, on your face if you don't have exposure to this game at the end of the night. There's just too much going on here. Um, and there's going to be plenty of value to be had, too, um, on this, you know, in this game. Uh, I think these Suns are still underpriced. I, I want I want, I want, want to get these Suns in my lineups. I want to get some, uh, you know, T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren is still, what, 5200 on FanDuel, way too cheap. Let's see what his price tag is on DraftKings. 5100 over there, still way too cheap. Um, definitely also like to get some... Uh, um, Devin Booker, uh, sixty-seven hundred on Fanduel, way too cheap for Devin Booker. Would you agree with that, Travis? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I'm like playing Booker. Uh, I'll be playing Warren. I'll be loading up on them. This seems like great spots for them. You know, it's also like kind of like uh, you know we talk about funnel defense and football, right? But is this a funnel spot for uh, shooting guards? Maybe with Patrick Beverly now being in. Uh, with the Clippers, right? Is this like a funnel spot for the ball handling from Eric Bledsoe for him to like struggle and then just hand it over to Devin Booker and he'll just be chucking it up all game? Um, maybe, maybe it's a funnel spot, right? Uh, so funnel to the shooting guard uh, could possibly be a thing going here forward. So uh, I'm going to be buying Devin Booker. Obviously, super talented kid that just absolutely chucks up the ball. I like him. I like TJ Warren. Definitely going to be going back to well, obviously, because they were in my winning lineup uh, yesterday or my, my lineup did really well. So I'm going to be loading up on them um, for sure. Uh, and I, I, their guys just have immense upside and are just way too cheap right now. Uh, probably won't play Eric Bledsoe because of the matchup against Patrick Beverly. Beverly's a really tough defender, so I won't be going away on them. And then this front court situation is difficult with the Suns, so I'll probably stay away. But on the Clippers side of the ball, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I think Pat Beverly's interesting. This feels like a Lou Williams spot, right? Just yeah, like yeah. up and yeah. down, chucking the ball up. Interesting value play has upside. Could play in cash games and in tournaments. Uh, Blake Griffin, right? If you have the money, man, I know he's expensive, but uh, man, this is a spot where you can absolutely go nuts. So. Uh, if you, if you can get the money for him, he's great too. And even DeAndre Jordan, right? Like all the rebounds for here, uh, for him here. Uh, you know, he had 24 rebounds against the <laughs> Lakers. Like against the Suns, I'm sure the uh, number in the 20s for rebounds could happen. So we get that Barbara Walters 2020 game coming up here, uh, possibly for DeAndre Jordan. Uh, so yeah, I, this, this is a game that you definitely want to get some exposure to. A lot of good spots to like. I think uh, if I had to pick on the Clipper side of the ball, my favorite guys are Jordan and Blake Griffin. And on the Sun side of the ball, if I had to pick two, it's going to be Warren and Booker. What about you, Josh? Give me two on each side of the ball. Oh, well, I just want to say that DeAndre Jordan's probably my favorite play on the entire slate. They they don't have the answer. Oh, wow. They don't have an answer for him, Travis. There's no one in Phoenix that's going to be able to stop DeAndre from just standing on the boards, getting his rebounds, and just getting the ball back out. He's he's going to pick up a ton of boards in this game. It's just it's going to be and, – and then he's going to have his way in the paint too. Travis, who's going to stop DeAndre Jordan here? Tell me no, one no. guy. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a it's a very good point. <laughs> I don't yeah. think many people will. Yeah, old man Tyson Chandler, he's not going to be out there for that long, and he's not going to be able to hang with DeAndre Jordan. Chris isn't going to be able to hang with DeAndre Jordan. They don't have yeah. they, they don't have an answer. So yeah, Alex Len, yeah, Alex, Alex Len, Len. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Alex Len, Jordan will laugh Alex Len off the court. Man, come on, it's DeAndre Jordan. Like he's he's a massive guy with incredible high. Uh, incredibly high court IQ when it comes to like finding the ball, you know, like he just he, he he's so good at finding where the ball's going to be and soaking those boards up. So uh, DeAndre Jordan, yeah, and Blake Griffin will be my top two on the Clipper side. But I also love me some Sweet Lou, so let's not forget about that. Uh, and Booker and Warren will be my top on the Phoenix side. But I definitely yeah. want to have exposure to that for sure. Yeah. So 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 does that segue into our uh, into our. Uh What's what, our segment? Our segment, the lock of the day, right? The one player lock and lock load. The lineup. Lock and load. Yeah, lock man. and load segment. Yeah. Is that is that going to be? Uh, is that the segue into it with DeAndre Jordan? Is De- that your guy? Yeah, DeAndre Jordan's my lock and load play of this slate. Let's treat James Harden like Coors Field, like we do with Coors Field for the stacks of the day here in baseball. It's just obvious play. Lock and load James Harden without Chris Paul, without CP3. But uh, Travis, who's your lock and load for this slate then? Yeah, so I think my lock and load is going to, uh, you know, again, he, he treated me well yesterday, um, but I, man, this is a great spot for him against the Clippers. We talked about how he loved this game. I'll go on the opposite side of the ball of you, Josh. You like DeAndre Jordan. I think you can correlate it with Devin Booker. He's just going to be putting up a ton of shots. It's kind of talked about how Patrick Beverly is going to be all over Eric Bledsoe. If he's all over him, then, uh, you know, Devin Booker will definitely get his shots in. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully don't like, uh, I mean, hopefully we at least get the news in time. Maybe we hear like, oh, Patrick Beverly might be shadowing Devin Booker. Again, I don't think we'll be hearing that. I'm sure he'll be all over Eric 
Bledsoe. Um, so yeah, give me Devin Booker here, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to load up on him. I think he's a, uh, I think he's a very good play on this slate. So I'll make him my lock and load uh, play of the day. All right. Sounds good. We covered all the games for you guys. You should be all set to go now. Remember, give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at real Joshua giant. That's at real Joshua giant. You can follow Travis at Travis man going at Travis M A N G O N E. Thank you guys for listening. We're so happy to be back here with you guys for NBA. We'll be back next weekend with NBA stuff. So shoot over any questions on Twitter though, any comments that you might have throughout the day. We're here during the weekdays on Twitter too. If you want to get in touch with us over there, now that you have our handles, go ahead. Like I said, follow us, reach out, but yeah, it's going to be a fun day. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy some NBA games. We'll see you guys next weekend for my co-host, Travis Mangone. I'm Josh, Sir Giant. Peace out, grinders. do it right to find the right gifts for dad this father's day we do it right too with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn now get a charbroil four burner advantage series gas grill for just 169 dollars, and pick up your choice of craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only 99 dollars each make this father's day his best one yet and do it right for less start with lowe's charbroil offer valid through 612 craftsman offer valid through 619 us only and now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what, man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.